episode 135, Howie Jacobson. There where you stumble, there lies your treasure. Oh, I like it. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by, for example, put the cookie down, origins, awakening moments, Yoda questions, and the alpha round to finish. Any men out there who are listening and are interested in the Awaken Your Alpha coaching program, Ultimatum, designed to build your body, build your mind. If you're an elite entrepreneur or professional, get in contact through Facebook, Adam Lewis Walker, message me, or Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha. And if you know you just want to get on the phone with me and you're not going to waste your own time as well as mine, if you're serious, go direct to the application form, which is www.tinyurl forward slash awaken your alpha and if there's a fit there we will progress and continue our journey together get to the podcast okay good morning everyone we have howard jacobson on the line today phd he's the author of google adwords for dummies so that book series for dummies that i'm sure everyone sees in any bookstore you go into He's taught students and clients from all over the world how to profit from AdWords. He was originally a school teacher, as all the best people are. Now he's a business coach, a trainer, speaker. But it was around sort of 10 years ago, and we're going to touch more on this. He was sort of stressed out because he's, he's doing a lot of things stressed out. And even though he had a PhD, he's actually in stress management. At 35, he felt like he was an old man. And then he really decided to make some changes, some key changes. And that is where his life shifted a lot and ultimately become the founder of plantyourself.com, which has a podcast as well. It's got lots of great resources on there, and it's really getting families fit and healthy through lifestyle changes. In 2013, he co-authored the New York Times bestseller, Whole, Rethinking the Science of Nutrition. He's from Durham, North Carolina, USA. We're going to delve into both the key areas that Howard Jacobson is all about. Uh, but firstly, Howard, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Oh, I, I am. I'd love, I'd love to know more about... Uh... What that means in my life, but uh, I absolutely, <laughs> whatever's in there is, is awake and, uh, and, and eager, eager to please. Brilliant. In that introduction I gave you, it sounds like an, an awakening type moment was around sort of 10, 11 years ago when you was, obviously you've had some, had some great successes, but you, you were feeling stressed out, which is, it doesn't matter how much success you have from the outside or even financial. If, if you're stressed out and unhappy and, you know, feeling older before your time, then that moment when you change things is a kind of an awakening. But I mean, is there anything you'd like to add or highlight in your bio? Because I know you've got lots going on. Well, so yeah, so I mean, I, I, I got a little bit of a chill when you just said that. So, you know, to help, I appreciate you helping me understand, like what the awakening really is. Because, you know, in having written for Dunley's books and being on the sort of internet marketing circuit and um, you know, rubbing elbows with people who you, you'd look at and you'd say, well, that person's really successful. That mm. person's really had great accomplishments. That person has tremendous financial resources. That person has, has done incredible creative acts. And when, when you get to know them, you realize that the, the outside stuff is, is kind of window dressing. Mm. That the, the, real, the real drama of our lives takes place on a whole other plane. And yeah. so I know people who are tremendously successful in the public eye. And then I look at their lives and I go, God, they're great. They're, they're <laughs> great in their communities. They're great with their families. They have integrity inside themselves. 
And then I see other people who are miserable, struggling, in terrible relationships, in the wrong business, and all the outside stuff that the rest of us look at and admire means nothing. So, you know, for, for myself, I think the, the, awakening has, the, the awakenings have come when I realize that I'm not living in integrity with who I am. And I think there, there wasn't one awakening. I think I have several a day, you know, where, where I, either I've grown to a new place and I go, well, this, you know, I look at some of my old writings that are online, which are you know, probably never going to go away till the asteroid hits and go, boy, that's not me anymore. And then I, um, I discovered that there was, that, you know, I, I would say my big journey has been a journey of pleasing others to mm. figuring out who I am. And that's, that's the real arc and all the other stuff, you know, whatever I do in business is is just kind of paying for uh, paying my way so that I can do the real work of figuring out who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing here. From the outside, I mean, it seemed like you was very successful becoming sort of the author of the well-known series, the AdWords for Dummies, uh, the Google AdWords even. We really want to find out your origin stories. I mean, I mean, are you originally from Durham, North Carolina? I mean, what did you want to be when you was growing up? How did you get to a position to, you know, author and be involved with the For Dummies series? You was obviously a school teacher, and some people teach all their lives. And I know I was originally a school teacher. So, what made you step, right away, step away, step away from that? And uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about the journey. The short answer is, I became a school teacher for two reasons. One of them was very good, and one of them was very bad. My DNA is that of a teacher. Yeah. Like that's who I am. That's when I'm in my strength. Um, that's when I'm happiest. And so there was a very good reason. The very bad reason for becoming a teacher was that as a kid, I was kind of terrified of the grown-up world. And I got, was very comfortable in school. Yeah. And I felt like, well, this is a safe place. So I never actually have to go out there and grow up. And I could be very childlike. And I could be hip and cool. And kids would love me. and you know, it, it was, there, there were many years as a teacher that I was just sort of reliving eighth grade, but doing it better. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a really interesting perspective. I thought you was going to say because of the holidays. No, I consider that a very good reason. I still, I still have a teacher's work ethic. No, so, you know, June, July, August, I have no desire to do anything productive. I, 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 yeah, I can't, get out of the, I can't get out of that mentality either, because like you say, growing up, obviously going to school and then university and then straight into school teaching, I, I kind of grew up, I've never not really had that, that break that summer. So that, that is one thing, they've got a nice balance with that. If force breaks, whether you want them or not, it's good. Right. And well, now, you know, as I, as I figure out who I want to be as I grow up, you know, and I'm, uh, I'm approaching uh, 50, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of my litmus tests is, is this something I want to do in the middle of July? Like if it feels like work, <laughs> I don't want to do it. I, it has to feel like, like a compulsion or a joy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a few years ago, I got into gardening and small-scale farming. Yeah. And you can't keep me away from that. And, and I'm happy to spend hours uh, mulching and, and hauling things and, and building things. And, you know, it's, it's like backbreaking and it's sweaty and it's uncomfortable. But I discovered, like, that's, that's work that I love. Yeah. And so now everything else has to has to rise to that level for me to want to do it long term i'll still i'll still do things for money because i need money yeah but as i as i think about you know you talk about awakening your alpha you know i don't want to be a wage slave even if it's a very 
well-paid wage slave. I don't, I don't want to be in a position where I have to do things I don't want to do just so I can buy food and keep a roof over my head. But what, what drove you to come from being a school teacher and then how do you get into becoming an author? I could be a very good student. I could be a scholar. I could be a teacher. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know anyone who even worked in the private sector. And I didn't know anything about the body and about health. So I decided I wanted to, I didn't want to be that narrow. Yeah. And so yeah. I actually went back, went back to school to get a master's of public health and a doctorate in health education, thinking that I was going to teach physical education, teach sex education, and do it better. Because I could see how badly those subjects were handled in, in the schools and in, you know, in, in American culture. And I wanted, I wanted to do it differently. Um, and all during that time I was, I was teaching and I really, I was not a wage slave when I was teaching, I was doing it for the joy of it. Yeah. But at yeah. a certain point I then, you know, had a, had a wife and had a family and I didn't want to live on, you know, $24,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, mm -hmm. now I can, I'll go off and I'll, I'll figure out how to do the corporate thing. And I was clueless. I thought I was going to sort of teach stress management in big companies and they were going to pay me thousands of dollars a day. I had a friend who had a consulting company in New York and I got um, a job working for him as director of marketing, which I didn't know what it was when he offered me the job, but you know, he knew I was a good um, wordsmith. Yeah. And so I did, I did that for, for a year and a half. Is there a particular quote that you, you like to live your life by or just one that resonates with you? Is there any that come to mind? So no, nothing's coming to mind as a quote, but in, ter in terms of the way I live my life, I have certain sort of principles yeah. and, and the principle of projection, which is whenever anything really gets to me in a negative way and I, I immediately become angry at the world or judgmental, I know that I have an issue, that there's something in me that isn't at peace yet. Yeah. Um, so, all right, so here's the quote. Here's the quote. It's Joseph <laughs> Campbell. There where you stumble, there lies your treasure. Oh, I like it. <laughs> so, and I guess it's, it's a fairly stoic sort of quote. And I know stoicism has kind of come back in fashion. But then whatever... Um, you know, wherever I'm in turmoil, it's not just something to run away from. And that's what I did for a long time. And I think that's what our culture teaches us to do yeah. is whenever we feel bad is to go numb it out through consumption or distraction. And so to, to say, well, there's my turmoil. There's, there's my struggle. Let me dive into it. Let me find out what's, what's going on and let me accept whatever is inside me. Yeah. And, and learn to love it and eventually transform it into, into something positive. At this stage then, you're, you're working as a director of marketing for your friend's company. I mean, what happened after then? How did you get involved with the, the Google AdWords for dummies and then sort of going out more, more on your own? Right. So I stumbled upon direct marketing. I stumbled upon Jay Abraham, Dan Kennedy. And all of a sudden, things started making sense. They were talking about human beings, human desires. And, and I really got caught up in that world. And I, I started feeling like I understood something, both in terms of how to market and also in terms of how I had been marketed to. And I had been, in many cases, manipulated yeah. by these, these sort of shorthand tricks. You know, so that marketing is very much all about fear. And I'm not saying never, never poke the wound, 
Yeah. But don't don't do it just to manipulate someone to put some dollars in your pocket. So I left that um, my friend's firm right uh, after 9/11. It was in New York, and there was all sorts of turmoil, and I had internal turmoil, and I felt like I wasn't doing a great job, and I think he'd been keeping me on out of pity for a while, and so I went off on my own, and I was going to be a coach, um, performance coach, and I I did some of that. But then I wanted a website. And at at this point in 2002, websites, you know, you could cost you 5,000 bucks and nobody knew what they were doing. So I I called up Dan Kennedy's webmaster, a guy named Ken McCarthy. And I said, you know, I'm going to spend this much money. I want someone who knows what they're doing to do it. And he was very nice on the phone. He said, well, you know, I could do it for you, but I don't really enjoy doing them. And... Um, why don't you just come to the seminar I'm giving and I'll teach you how to do it yourself. Okay. <laughs> so was, it was only the seminar was only 2000 bucks. Yeah. It was in Cincinnati. And so I got on a plane and I went out there and I thought I was going to learn like coding and HTML. And instead we got two and a half days of mind blowing direct marketing applied to the internet wisdom that left me reeling. I, and I, I'm so glad I, I gave a testimonial at that point, a video testimonial that's yeah. still, uh, you know, floating around today, which I'm, I'm dazed. And I'm saying, I feel like <laughs> I've been given the keys to the, the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> and so I immediately went back and changed my practice to teaching people this marketing thing that I had just learned that weekend yeah. and never once yeah. done myself. And, and it worked. And for the, you know, for the first time, I felt like I was really adding measurable, objective value in business. Now, the coaching that I was doing had certainly added value. I was good at it, and I've become better at it. But there's a way in which when you're helping people with marketing as opposed to with softer issues, mm. there's, there's a blessed ROI that, that when, you, when you're full of doubt about yourself can, can make you look and say, look, I objectively helped that person double their income. Yeah. And that was, that was a wonderful feeling. Yeah. It's a really nice to have that strong marker there. See, my background is, is health and fitness, and I work with, with men you know, to really raise their game. But to have that nice, clear, that, return, that financial return on investment when it comes to things like direct marketing and improving that, that's, that is a, you know, a powerful statistic. So I just want to ask you, this is our Yoda question. Who helped, has helped awaken your alpha? It could be a couple of people. We, we talked about that seminar there, but is there anyone who springs to mind who's really helped you take it to another level and find your path? Um, well, yeah. In fact, the, the, one of the next people I'm going to talk about after Ken yeah. is I met a, um, a very sharp marketer and we, be, we became friendly at that seminar. His name is Perry Marshall. He's got an engineer's mind. And so whenever, whenever we look at something together, we're standing there looking at I know he's seeing it in a very different way than I am. It's like he's got x-ray vision. He's taking apart all the pieces and weighing the cogs and the springs and figuring out not only how it works, but what else it could do that it's not doing now. Yeah. And so it's, it's, a, it's a way my mind simply doesn't work. And so he's a very useful friend <laughs> to have. And he got into this thing called Google AdWords right when it came out. He and I were at the same conference where we first heard about it. Yeah. And he jumped in and explored it and said, you know what? This is not just a pay-per-click advertising medium. This is the world's best testing medium. And he quickly became known for his, his skill with Google AdWords. 
Um, and then one day he called me up and he said, hey, I've got this client who wants me to set up an AdWords campaign. And I, I'm happy to guide it, but I don't want to like, do all the good work. Would you like to do it? Yeah. So yeah. I, had not, I had not done AdWords much up to that point. I'd done a little bit for, for one of my uh, products, you know, an info product that I was selling, but it was pretty rudimentary. And I said, sure, you know. And so I, I went and I set up the campaign. And I did everything the way I thought it should be done. And he got on the phone. And he very patiently spent about an hour and a half telling me all the things I had done wrong. <laughs> and, and that hour and a half was like the best education I'd gotten in decades. And, then I, you know, and, and it would continue until I had created an AdWords campaign. On, it was multiple, multiple um, campaigns, actually, you know, hundreds of ad groups, many different topics, thousands of ads, tens of thousands of keywords. It was actually a quite um, complex, difficult, high-level campaign that I was working on. And eventually I got it to the point where Perry was happy. He said, this is a good campaign. Yeah. And, and at that point, you know, if you've ever apprenticed to someone who has high standards, you, you know the difference between reading something in a book and actually getting your hands dirty. And from that point on, I was quite competent at AdWords. So the, the, the way I'd like to tell the story about getting the book contract is that the For Dummies Corporation cast about for who would be the best person to write this book, <laughs> and they landed on me because of my skill and my perspicacity. And the, the fact is, Perry had already written a book. So he was, <laughs> he was off the market. And this friend of mine, we used to go to the same chiropractor, and we had friends in common, He'd written for dummies books and he'd written complete idiots guide books. Yeah. And yeah. they asked him, could you update this book and make it about AdWords? And he said, well, I don't really know that much. I'm not that interested, but I know this guy who knows something about AdWords. So, I mean, just touched on that from a perspective of for dummies, but so what would you say is some key things to sort of how to profit from AdWords or, or Google AdWords? I know obviously there's a whole book written on it. Are there any sort of key things that really are sort of like, step one and two of sort of for dummies when it comes to AdWords? Two main things is it's a wonderful medium for getting inside the mind of your prospect. Um, and most people who do AdWords do it from their own business. And the better way to do it is to do it by really doing role playing and imagining you're the customer, imagining you're the person with the problem, go to Google and do a search as if you were them look at the options, think about what's missing, what you want answered that isn't being answered, what promises you want made that aren't being made. And, and you can use, then use AdWords not just to score prospects, but to re-engineer your business to serve those people that you most want to serve. Yeah. The second thing is that AdWords still is the world's best uh, direct marketing split testing mechanism. So even if you're not going to make any money on it, you can still use it to gain tremendous market intelligence and to test messages to see what people really want, to see what turns them on, to see what turns them off. And even if you're never going to make a dime from it directly, it's still you know, potentially hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars of market research available to you for, for pennies. Okay. Well, we've pretty much made it to the alpha round now where I just want to get some tools, tips, and resources, and we'd like to start that off with, is there a particular book that's either been sort of important to you in your life, 
or one that you think would be worthwhile to recommend? You could just... Well, the book that's been most important in my life lately is the one that I helped write. So if that's <laughs> legal, I'd love to uh, yeah. let people know about it. Um, it's called Whole, W-H-O-L-E, Rethinking the Science of Nutrition, and working on it with uh, T. Colin Campbell, who's the, the uh, Cornell biochemist. This is who I thought you might mention when I asked the Yoda question as well, because I know you, was, you came across his book, was it the China study around that time, 2004? Yeah, yeah so this was, this was my, uh, you know, I was doing sort of well in business, but I was gaining weight. I didn't feel good. Yeah. Um, I was having back problems. It was, I was having trouble lifting my kids and playing with them the way I wanted. And I knew I, you know, I was on a trajectory to just be older and sicker and more tired and more unhappy every year. And so um, I decided to take my health into my hands. And at, at another system seminar, I met um, a health coach named John Allen Mollenhauer, who helped me get back on track. And he was the one who introduced me to T. Colin Campbell's work. So I read the China study at the end. Um, at the end of 2004, it came out, and I wrote a review on Amazon early in 2005 that was the third review for the book. And so yeah. it's, it got um, voted up as most helpful because it was one of the first ones that people saw. One day, I got a call out of the blue from Colin Campbell, the author, thanking <laughs> me for the review. I was flabbergasted. He was, he was like, you know, my, my idol. Yeah. Call, calling me on the phone to just chat and we had a nice talk and I managed to say <laughs> enough things besides the habit, habit, habit that uh, <laughs> we, had, we, we actually could have a conversation and we became friendly and I think he had in his mind that my review w meant that I was a good writer like it was a well-written review yeah so yeah. seven years later he's working on this manuscript um, and he's struggling with it and he called me up and said, would you like me to help me write this book? And at the time, I, w I had just started a marketing agency, yeah. uh, Vitruvian. Um, I was on the second edition of AdWords for Dummies. I had clients. That, it made absolutely no career sense mm -hmm. for me to take any time to work on a nutrition book. And so, of course, I said yes. <laughs> it really shook my world because, you know, write, write, reading a book is one thing, but writing it, and having the experience of the discovery, the discoveries that he'd made over 50 years compressed into about 13 months of, of full-time research, writing, rewriting, arguing, um, structuring. It, it really made me see that our, our society is sick. Yeah. <laughs> and if we go along with it, if we believe the marketing, if we listen to the food companies, if we listen to the pharmaceutical companies, if we listen to the medical establishment, the, the, these, these organizations that, that we've given so much credence to, mm. that they're, they're really not in it by and large for our health. And I'm not talking about individuals within those yeah. um, industries, but I'm talking about the system of the industries is designed to promote their profits over our health. And, and so you know, in the field of nutrition, looking at the research, and seeing why there's so much confusion yeah. and, and what the evidence really is. On the other side, and the narrative is by, by the, the governments and the, and the scientific community and the pharmaceutical company is not to debate the question, but to simply brand anyone who has a different view as a crazy. Uh, and so yeah. write, writing that book really opened me up to the importance of being your own intellectual alpha and not simply 
following. Yeah. Not simply following the rest of the crowd because the rest of the crowd hasn't done the research and they haven't thought things through. Yeah. I know it's just like it's like Chinese whispers and like you say there's there's people with ulterior motives that are pushing pushing their ideas on people through doing that book and going through that process what are some of sort of key messages that came out of that as how to have a healthy lifestyle and sort of make some key changes right well the big one was I wasn't completely aware of how important nutrition was to health Mm. so much more important than genetics so much more important even than sort of the toxins in our environment, more important than, than medical practice. And really nutrition is the first line, it should be the first line of medical intervention in 99% of the things that are, are problematic for us. Yeah. And the fact that doctors don't learn nutrition is, you know, and, and so we can disagree. I mean, I, I think there's, there's very compelling evidence that what, what we call a plant-based diet, a whole food plant-based diet, that includes very little processed food and very small amounts of animal products is the healthiest human diet. But even if you, you know, if you want to go full on paleo, mm-hmm. um, which I, which I believe is not supported by the bulk of scientific evidence, but if, if you're doing that and you cut out the sugar and the white flour and the processed food and the donuts and the pizza, yeah. <laughs> then you're still going to be so many miles ahead, which is one of the reasons I think paleo is, is popular is that it's so much better than what other people are doing. Yeah, I suppose. It's so much better than the standard. Yeah, there's the, obviously more than one way to skin a cat, and especially yeah. if, if, if the world is, in general, the average is pretty much sick and just uh, not healthy. Like you say, any change that's got sort of method behind the madness is going to help. Yeah, so, so understanding that really helps me see that we have, again, being an alpha means I don't have to be a victim. It means yeah. I think I can control my own health destiny to a large extent and much more than most people think. And so, you know, whether, whether you're left wing or right wing, everyone wants health and everyone wants people to take responsibility. And this is one way, we, one place we can all agree that people take responsibility for their health yeah. um, through, through their daily lifestyle choices is extremely important. The, the, the second thing I got from, from writing the book is if we, again, if we follow the default, if we just float down the stream without effort, then we are going to end up sick and old before our time. And so by, by, I find my background in marketing, which I kind of, I was kind of embarrassed by. So now I'm in this world of plant-based nutrition and I'm, yeah. you know, seen as a, uh, an expert on, on writing about health. And to think, yeah, well, I have this AdWords background and this uh, direct marketing background. I was, I was, I felt kind of embarrassed. Like that's, that's something that's not me anymore. Yeah. But the truth is that that's one of the most valuable things I bring yeah. is the ability yeah. to deconstruct and the ability for me to market my own reality in the face of the billions of dollars that are spent trying to convince me that there's nothing wrong with Coke and Pepsi and <laughs> uh, and Kit Kat bars. We're pretty much to this sort of the complete blank around now here. Well, all I want you to do, we're going to find out a little bit more about you. And all you've got to do is fill in the blank and complete my sentence. And uh, we'll see where it takes us. Okay. Okay. I was ever to visit Durham, I should? Come visit my farm. I actually moved outside of Durham. I live in a small town called Pittsburgh. We've got okay. six acres. And you can, uh, if you come to visit Durham, come, come over. We'll share some greens from the garden. And you can help me uh, build the greenhouse. <laughs> cool. 
Um, your best friend would describe you as? I would hope they would say I am uh, funny, kind, wise, and dependable. Okay. And a pain in the ass. <laughs> I was going to say that last. This could lead into this one then. You upset people by? Uh, some people I upset by speaking my mind and some people I upset by withholding what's on my mind. Ah, <laughs> can't win. There we go. Um, this would be an this would be an interesting one. Sort of ba based on obviously your sort of your plant based diet and obviously nutrition is very important to you. The last time you were drunk was. Oh, I'm, I'm, can, can I be high instead? Because I've actually never gotten drunk. <laughs> Go for it. Last time you were high was? <laughs> was also the first time I was high because I figured I, was, I just uh, <laughs> I turned 45 and I'd never tried. So I had, a, I had a brownie and then I went to bed and I, and I got confused because all the doors in my house seemed to be the same door. <laughs> oh, man. See, I like that question or that round always leads to somewhere you don't expect. <laughs> Who do you recommend or think would be a couple of good people to be on the Awaken Your Alpha show? Is there anyone that springs to mind from any walk of life? It's completely up to you. So um, I actually interviewed him on my podcast. I'd love to hear him talk about last time he was drunk on, on your show. Um, <laughs> is um, a, a friend of mine named John Bruna who... Okay. Who, who spent many years as a, uh, a Buddhist monk and before that was a hellraiser. Um, and, you know, when he was 10, he was, uh, he was robbing stores and, you know, a, a real sort of alpha journey from, wow. from the yeah. dark side to the light side. That, um, would, yes, that just, sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, tons of wisdom. Yeah. You should definitely get Drayton Bird. Straight and bird. Yeah, the, the, the dean of, of direct marketing, um, certainly in, in the UK and probably probably globally. But uh, he'll, he'll burn your ears off with his stories. <laughs> Brilliant. We, we went, we, um, I went to, um, to talk at a conference that, that he, he arranged a, yeah. a year and a half ago. And my family came along with me and he took us out to a restaurant and... Um, I forget exactly what, what triggered it, but at some point, he, you know, and this is with my, my, my son who's like 12, my daughter's 15, uh -oh, my wife, yeah. and, he says, <laughs> and he says, you know, that reminds me the first time I got stabbed by my wife. <laughs> and, he, and he proceeded to tell us the stories of, oh, of the old who tried to kill him. So he, he's a, uh, a, a, a great human being, a great storyteller, and about as salty as they come. <laughs> Blimey. But what's the best way people can get in touch with you? They want to find out more about either your AdWords or plant yourself. <laughs> right. Well, so if they, if they want to know about sort of the health and wellness and nutrition aspect, they should go to plantyourself.com. Yep. And they can sign up to be on my mailing list or um, just you know, drop, drop me a line there. Mm -hmm. And if they're interested in the marketing, they can go to askhowie.com and get in touch with me there and that's the uh, sort of adwords direct marketing and business coaching side perfect well howard thank you so much for taking the time today and it's been an absolute pleasure and say it's flown by and uh, i can't wait to get this one out awesome i really appreciate it It was a fun conversation and you you, you actually you helped me put together some themes um that i hadn't articulated before so it was very it was a very good therapy session for me so, <laughs> no let me know send the bill cheers Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. 
subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another awesome, exciting episode on Awaken Your Alpha. Really appreciate it. Make sure you keep up to date with everything that's going on. Follow us on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha, Twitter, Awaken Your Alpha, and Instagram at Awaken Your Alpha. Connect with me as well, Adam Lewis Walker on Facebook, personal and public profiles, but I'd love to connect with you and find out more. Those who want to take it up another notch, you can book in your personal strategy session with me. Get straight to that form and apply. It's tinyurl.com forward slash Awaken Your Alpha. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.